Wake up, world. You are now tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I'm your host, Devon Pouncey. Today's episode is brought to you by K. James Cuisine. K. James Cuisine, uh, owned by our guy, Chef Kenny, and Chef Kenny is in the building. What's going on, Chef God? Man, living life, man, my best life, the best version of it. That's what I like to hear, man, but you can go to kjamescuisine.com. And you can now order food if you're in the Portland area. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can order food now. We got uh, the Away Game weekend event coming up in Phoenix next weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's next weekend, man. Make sure to order your food. Uh, we got a bunch of events coming up. We got Community Garden, man. We got some uh, club events. The game is going to be lit. Okay, that's what I like to hear. And then D-Boy is back here in the building with us. What's going on, D-Boy? What's going on, man? We back waking up and winning on y'all, man. Hello, hello. So now... Chef Kenny, I got to holler at you about this because last week we were supposed to record and we all had some things to deal with, some family situations, and family always comes first around here. But I still got to catch up with you about your boy, Alshon. Hey, man. Super Bowl champ. (laughs) I called it. It's here. Prophecy fulfilled, man. Um, Calmest situation I've ever had in my life. It's, It's crazy to feel like everybody was nervous during the game, but I wasn't. You wasn't nervous at all, huh? Not at but, all. But you got to go see them a lot this year. So, I mean, what vibe did you get from them to where, you know, being front and center and going and cooking for them and being around the players so much, what kind of a vibe did you get from them during the season that could have gotten to this, gotten them to this point being Super Bowl champs? I feel like it was more like a movie when you were around them, when you felt like the aura of togetherness and, teamwork and camaraderie and it was just on and off the field they weren't just trying to win they were actually happy to see each other make the play they were happy to see each other in practice they they hung out after practice um they were together as soon as the offseason started so once AJ knew where he was going he made sure to go out with Carson and the guys and get some work done in the offseason and ready for the season coming up I was out there in April uh, before the the real season even started, so they were locked in then. Right, you know what I mean. Right, like, so this is almost nine months, ten months to fruition for them. Wow, that's crazy. So, and D boy, you and I talked about this a bit because um, earlier on in the season, uh, kind of the sport of football was overtaken by the protests and everybody taking a knee and the national anthem. And it was a point in time where a lot of people were saying that the protest. And all the other things going on outside of playing the game of football was affecting the product on the field. Do you remember that? I do remember. Early that. on, early on in the season, there was a lot of people speaking and talking about how these protests are a distraction for these players. That's why we're not seeing good football games. When I would say more so it's just early season blues that kind of happens when you start a new season because there's always something new or something added to the team. But the Eagles are actually proclaimed or known as the most woke team in the NFL. You had Chris Long, who donated his entire 2017 salary to charitable causes. You had uh, Malcolm Jenkins. He led the Players uh, Coalition that partnered with the NFL to donate 89 mil to social justice issues. Right. Um, So you had these kind of players. You had this woke team. You had Free Meek Mill. You had all of this going on. So to see them win a Super Bowl championship... It's kind of crazy because everybody thought that what it was that a team like this was standing for and was kind of at right. the forefront of standing for. But when we when we were talking about it early on, I think it was more so I was coming from the perspective that 
after a certain point of time, the kneeling got old, in my opinion, and it took away from the actual... It was still great football being right, played. There right. was still good things going on, but I think after a certain point in time, we were talking about that, and that was making the headlines more than the actual games and what was going on. You know right. what I mean? I'm talking week six and seven into it. It was like, okay, we get it, and it was just too much. So from that standpoint, that's what my opinion was on was it. The that it was just like, okay, after we made that point, what's next? How do we go about it with action? And that's what you get into with the Eagles. They took mm. action. And so yeah, that's for what, sure. you know what I mean? That's the part that I stand behind and it only speak volumes that they end up winning the Super Bowl. But that's what I meant. Just the, the kneeling in general. Yeah. I think a lot, you know, the action being taken, I think a lot of those guys were taking action and had been taking action before this kneeling thing Correct. got popular. You right. know what I mean? So I think a lot of people don't give them enough credit for that. And as you've seen this team, they were able to take action. But there's still a lot of people out there, man, who were really bashing the product of the sport. And we're trying to talk about TV ratings and talking about these players and their attitudes and just bashing the sport in general to where football didn't have as much momentum coming into. It didn't feel like it had as much momentum coming into the season as it usually does. Now, it ended strong. It ended strong. That was one of the best Super Bowl games that we've seen ever, like all the way around from the greatness aspect of it, of Tom Brady to this Philadelphia Eagle team that's been the best team pretty much all year. Their MVP candidate quarterback got hurt and they got a backup. Like the storyline was good surrounding it. And then the product on the field was phenomenal. That was a great game to watch. And that's what I meant by it was taken away. The things like donating to charity and, you know, campaigning, freeing one of the biggest rappers that ever come out your city and things of that nature, that's all well and good. The kneeling after a certain amount of time and repetitively getting talked about week over week, that's what I was saying. That was taken away. That was just taken away (laughs) from... That was taken away from the great things that were being done on the field. But I think that in the same respect, you have to take away from something at its highest form of greatness in order to show you how much you need to pay attention to it. You know what I mean? Like, I have to get you constantly to where you're annoyed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to get you at yeah. week But at what point seven. when it's too much? But that's that, what, when when the injustice is too much. It, that's yeah. the entire that, point. But, is that you can yeah. say that I'm, in t- I'm tired of the kneeling, but if you're not tired of the kneeling in equal, you're not entitled. You're so not tired does that of the say? Justice. So yeah. does that say we kneel for the rest of our lives? Because that's the pattern. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's exactly that's what it says. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you and can. That, and that's opinion. Yes. That's yes. opinion. And for like, sure. you kneel, and, but you don't talk about kneeling. You just do it now. They be. talk about kneeling for us. That's the point. But that's, but that's what that's I'm fine. saying is that let them it, talk about it, it yeah. because they're going to continue at some percentage to have the conversation. Yeah, and it's bringing attention to it. It's still bringing attention to it. But what does that do if we just said that it's going to be going on for the rest of time? I really feel like it gives the team a chance to win the championship. And when they win, they can have the platform that they had. Like the Eagles can say, we were doing this throughout the year. Right. And we had the support of other people. Right. And we were doing this in week seven and week eight and throughout the playoffs. So when we get the platform for being in Minneapolis for two weeks, we can say 
This is what we were talking about. And, this is what we were doing. And on top of that, on top of that, it goes down in the history books. We always talking about doing it for the culture. And we got the Migos making albums called the culture. And unfortunately, when you look at the reality of the country in general, our culture was stripped from us in a lot of ways. So this is our chance to be able to put a team like the Philadelphia Eagles in the history books and talk about what they did and how they stood up for something and were successful in doing it. And that way it still is that added element to a culture that in some cases we've already felt was broken. So that's why we're pushing to create this new culture now that we never had or that we're still, you know, stemming from. I get it in that aspect. So that's, so that's why I think like, I I know it gets annoying and I know, and I I know I get it. But I I, want to get into more of the, the repetitive story of kneeling. Yeah, there's always two sides to the story, man. Because when I hear it, and people are like, all right, man, I'm I'm just through with it. Right. Like I want to understand if we're going to be through with kneeling, then where do we go after kneeling? Do we just let the situation ride, or what? What's our next form? The ways that we said the Eagles did with the donating to charities, with the raising awareness. Right. That it's just different action that can be taken. We still take action, okay. but we're raising awareness on these other ways that we're taking action and these people on these platforms that might have a direct connection to some of these bigger people. Oh, okay. Okay. Conversations well, and all okay. of that. Okay. Well, let's, let's, I feel like I, I want to stray a little farther. Because I know we on this topic and then we can bounce back to this topic a little bit later because we were talking about the guys in the league and the certain amount of guys right. that were making a certain amount of money versus right. everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. So now my my form of saying that in this situation is you have people like Malcolm Jenkins who can donate his money and his time and his voice to a situation and he be the front runner right. of what the movement is but when there's a second string guy and a third string guy and he has a helmet on and he can't say anything and he can't be a presence the least he can do is kneel so if he yeah. knelt in unison and I won the Super Bowl as Malcolm Jenkins his second string or third string kneeling as opposed to his money still help my cause right but it's mm. not all about money it's not about money. Yeah, it's to, just to finance. you know what I mean. It's like I said, raising awareness. When you these days, you have a platform, if nothing yeah. else. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Speaking up, raising awareness. It's but it's still always going to make headlines and be talked about. So like I said, just the I just wanted to know at what point was enough kneeling enough and I if think, at this and I pattern think, things are yeah. not changing. And you I know think what I mean? An, and I think that's an interesting question because in some cases I'm getting ready to compare apples to oranges here. But when we, like I said earlier on, we didn't record last week, so we're kind of playing catch up. But then when I think about it, like I'm saying that we're playing catch up from last week, but these guys just won a Super Bowl nine days ago. Exactly. Yeah, no, we right like here. They, like, we're they here. just won a Super we're Bowl. Here with it. But, but, but what I'm saying is, what I'm going back to is that news and everything and headlines and content and everything is moving so fast so right now yeah. that, that, this you, old that, news. That, it, that it's considered old news and that you can ask the question like, well, when is this going to be over with? Because we've gotten used to and we've gotten accustomed to Next news moving at that. such a rapid yes. pace. You know what I mean? Yes, such right. a fast pace. Even so Snapchat is cutting yeah. off right it's, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Updates. I mean, great, great, great point with that. Great yeah, point because, with that because so, that's why it is a great question. Yeah, because that's why it's a great everybody question. Everybody has a different gauge of at what point they had enough. It, 
exactly, exactly. But 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 what I think is you're better off overdoing it than underdoing it. So you're better off annoying somebody to get the message across than saying, you know what, we've been talking about this too too for too long, and then the point doesn't get across. So that's just me speaking from a general standpoint, but from a societal standpoint, yeah. That was a headline for over a year. A lot of people got tired or of it. Or maybe the people that feel like that come together collectively, which once again, it doesn't take your money. It just takes your input to think of other effective ways to accomplish yeah. the same thing. But that's, I, that's I, all I feel I'm like a lot of people don't know anything on their level of what they can do. You know what I mean? Like when they sit down in their household and their household needs that check. You know what I mean? They need that game check. Or they need to, to stay on this squad. Not just them, their families. Yeah. People where their whole city is counting right. on them. So sometimes it's not about money and it's not even about position or platform. It's about you as a man and where you feel you can impact. And sometimes if they don't feel like they can impact genuinely, then no amount of money, no amount of platform, no amount of anything is going to make them have any real action until they see something that is dynamic. I want to segue into something off that though, because this past week and you had a lot of the trades happen in the NBA. Yeah. And you're talking about how it affects outside of money, communities, families, yeah. Yeah. lifestyles, just all the way around. It's yeah. an effect on your entire life. And I remember it was a point in time where you actually made a post about you know, talking about certain things when yeah. it comes to these players, you being a chef, especially, and you're living in the houses with these players. Yeah. We're not living with them, but you're you're in there. You're practically yeah. living practically. with them. You know what yeah. I mean? With these players, you're cooking for them. You're around their families. You know their situations better than, you know, somebody outside of the house would. So I want to get into kind of, you know, the trades that happened this past week with Isaiah Thomas being traded again and just get your perspective, well, both of you guys' perspective on trades and things of that sort happening and how it affects these players. What you think, man? Well, I was just at the Blazer game the other day with you when right. they played the Utah Jazz, which was a spanking, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Donovan Mitchell, boy. Yeah, he went he crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he played like a veteran <laughs> for sure. Donovan Mitchell, that. man, rookie of the year. Point, it was just so crazy to me because I was just like, the significant transition of even uh, Crowder. Jay Crowder on you know Utah. What I mean? Going to Utah, it was like literally a couple days after the trade deadline. And so it just blew my mind how they just, like, you know, he instantly into the He's system, in a whole into city, a whole across new the city, country, state, yeah. whole situation. And so Love it's like, pattern. they don't get time yeah. to go get a new house. They probably in an Airbnb, <laughs> a hotel, all of this. So it's just crazy how, like I said, these type of things could happen two and three times over the course of eight and ten months. And that is yep. a crazy thing to think about. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yes. yeah, definitely it affects the players. Um you know what I mean? But to what extent? I don't know. They're going out getting paid to do what they love. It's a part of the business and it comes with it. So I'm not really sympathetic in that aspect, to be honest. See, and that's exactly what I was posting about when it came to it. That's why I wanted to ask you first, because basically what they were saying in the post is you have a lot of forums and you have a lot of um like blazers uh chat rooms and areas where you mm -hmm. find people talking about what they think communities and all of that right yeah fan and, bases that's yeah. what fan and, bases and, do and they have their right to their opinions but what i was posting about was how cavalier and how callous people were 
about, okay, well, Nurk had a good night. Now we're not going to trade him. We're going to trade Mo. Okay. Now Mo had a good night. All right. We're not going to trade Mo anymore. We're going to trade Nurk now. Yeah. You cannot do that when you know both of these people. So I can't sit in this room and listen to you based on your your emotions decide right. who goes and who stays because, and you know those guys yeah, yeah. because Nurk is not from America you don't right. just say alright man well you just moved from Portland to Milwaukee that doesn't work for him that doesn't work for his family that doesn't work for the school system it's like Pal Gasol Pal Gasol yeah. had his brother Mark playing high school in Memphis so now imagine if he was a journeyman and he had to go everywhere and play differently. We wouldn't have a Mark Gasol in the NBA right now. So if you want to move people and move things, you have to understand the entire dynamic of what you're moving. Yeah, well, yeah, most people, like I said, most people won't, especially um, to the extent that you do just because you spend so much time in that type of environment. But I also think that it's a part of the game. You know, I look at it from a perspective where I, I've been close to situations, as you know, where I've seen friends of mine get traded yeah. and have Did to we move agree and have or disagree right there. No, no. I don't even know that we really agreed or disagreed. I felt like it was just from a different angle <laughs> in the sense of... Um, you know how what you I mean? Look at it. It's, it's, yeah, it was an outlook. Right I think yeah. that was more of an outlook thing, yeah, though. It was, just it was the, more okay, of an yeah, outlook. Yeah, like right, you yeah, said, no. you look at it in some cases how I look yeah. at it as it's a part of the game. Yeah, he looks it at like it more so like... Because he looks at it... I was speaking into response of if you're going to speak about it, understand that Nurk isn't from America. So if you're going to trade him, don't trade him just because you like him. But we just saying in general general in the NBA, not necessarily on nerds. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. We weren't disagreeing. Yeah. I was yeah. just saying. Yeah. That, that was an example yeah. you were yeah. giving. It's just an yeah. example from uh, like, I know Dame. I know CJ. I know Evan. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know Allen. So now before when Allen got traded, it was something for me that, that hurt me emotionally as a person because I'm standing in this man's house and yeah. I find out Oh man, he got traded. Okay, well, that doesn't feel the same as if I'm in a chat room hearing it. Right, yeah. right, right. So if I'm in the yeah, chat for room sure. and I'm in the kitchen at the same time, I can't feel the same way Wait, you do it. Yeah, right. So if I'm going to be in both places, then understand what you're saying has a dual effect to certain people. That's a man that's cooking with love right there, you man. Know what right. I mean? That's right, a man. Right. That, but that's, but that's part of the, what you say. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, it's 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 global. Things mm-hmm. are and, and like man, like it. That's that's one of the situations where in life, man, he needs to write a book because yeah. you lose your family member and then business comes into, into the a, thing that you yeah. love, your solace, your place of peace. The one yeah. thing where you like, man, I'm going to write my sister's name on my shoes and I'm going to play and I'm going to do everything to get my mind off it. Then you get traded. Then you get traded again. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in L.A., you know what I mean? I'm happy to be back on the West Coast, but no one's thinking about the fact but, that he lost his but sister. Once, but right. once again, once again, that's a... A one of one, an unfortunate event. That's not something that. Well, I think each case is. I think each case is going to be a one of one. But 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 what I'm saying like that is that's not a common um, situation. Like no no disrespect or disregard. That is a terrible tragic situation. You know what I mean? I'm not disregarding. It's it's extreme. It's extreme, and and that's not something that you can. Which is why he can write a book. Or, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, super extreme sympathy for the situation. But, you know, that just doesn't happen on a regular basis. And even even to give more to the podcast, even to be completely real with you, to, to talk to my own family. Right. My grandmother battled cancer throughout some times where Dame was putting on a show. 
Right. And people were still in these same chat rooms going, is this too much? Is he asking for too much? Is yeah. it him or LaMarcus Aldridge? We're talking about my grandmother. Right. Battling. Now, now we can't go out to ESPN and say, we don't hey, know. She's battling cancer right now, so I'm sorry for his slump. Or I'm sorry that he's, he, or it's good that he's going for 30 because he's battling something on the inside. Right. Like, we can't give you everything. That's why I was so saying, I, no think way he, to say I think you can't IC say what's extreme or not. Yeah, because yeah. there's so many back end things. Yeah, that's the right. version of IT sister dying. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. They can't tell you until her her report came out, and that's how we found out. Right. If he could have kept right. the world from knowing, then nobody would have ever knew. I mean, right. even being even being more so transparent, Allen's my guy, and even seeing him get traded exactly. before I was before I was media, and before I was able to get my own credentials to the games. I was getting, you know, I was going through the games through my boy, through my dog. So it's like, even when that got taken away, it's that small in retrospect to battling cancer or to, you know what I mean? But but it's relative relative. because I saw how it affected him. I saw how it affected our circle of friends. I saw how it affected everybody, you know what I mean? Because that was the closest situation I've ever been to, you know, when it comes to to one of my folks with that. So I get what you're saying. LeBron circle was able to be in Cleveland and mastermind their full business plan for the first seven years of his career. If they didn't believe in him or he was somebody that was like a journeyman, if he was a Wally Zerbiak, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then Wally Zerbiak was in Minnesota. I, then he ended up in Cleveland. It's now, a touchy subject to me because you... it's like I don't want to sound non-sympathetic right. to I get what any you're of these situations. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to yeah. play devil's advocate, but yeah. I strongly feel like, yeah. like you know, with, with all due respect, these guys are not underpaid by any means. You know what I mean? And anybody but, would, but, would say – with with money or not, with being on that platform or not, NBA or not, okay. we're all we all go through I, these back end yeah, situations, it, these one of ones. You get I what agree. I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. And so yeah. whether yeah. you in that situation or not, you gonna have your one of ones. So right. yeah. why not be able to get paid enough money to compromise for me and my family to still have an extreme way of living in the midst of me going through my one-of-one. Because you're going through your one-of-ones and getting on a plane. You're going through your one-of-ones and got five games in six days, and you aren't at home physically to enjoy the money, enjoy the time, and see the person before they pass or before they but go. That's, so yeah. that's, that's what, what I'm that's saying. Something you, that's, yeah, yeah, I think that's I mean? just... To, like I said, I think I, I get it. Do you I get, get it from what, both... Like, I get it, it from okay, both... This, right. And this is where I get it from both angles. Yeah. I get it from both <laughs> angles as being somebody that works in media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being somebody that actually works in media and covers these games and... And, and knows that this industry is all about a story in one case, but I think storytelling is one of the greatest forms of entertainment. It's one of the greatest forms of life. It's something that'll never die. It's something that'll never die. So I think like when it comes to storytelling and all that, just based on what my job is and what it is that I do, I think it really matters because I think it holds such an influence and always has, always has held such an influence as, in society. As far as- as far as whatever the storyline may be, it may be an unfortunate storyline, like you know somebody's sister passing away, which is deep, which is just terrible. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, it still has to get reported. I think that part of the game is just there, and it's something that you do have to deal with. But I understand it because, unfor- I mean, because fortunately, 
I do have relationships with the actual players and the actual guys that some of the other people in the industry may not have. So I get it from both perspectives. Yes. Yeah. I just, like I said, I think that with the amount of money that they're getting paid and like I said, with the family that is there and capable, you can fly them to where you need to go at any given time. You know what I mean? You have a, you're playing for uh, what, October to April. And then you offer, like, you have time to vacate. You have me time. But in season, if these tragic things happen, whether you are in the NBA or not, those things were going to happen. You know what I mean? So why not be able to have your sanctuary, which is the football field or the basketball game in most cases? You know what I mean? In In this time and era, we live in a situation where, is social media savvy and yeah, it's heavy and you get chewed and slandered when you're doing bad and you get praise and honor when you're doing good. Yeah. So it's both sides. IT is just in an unfortunate time in his life where back to back he lost a sister and then he didn't Trades. fit the Cavaliers and he didn't meet expectations and yeah. now he went elsewhere again. That is a... Yes. You know Nobody what I mean? Like, relate, no, like, but now we get to talk about, I feel like... He's still got a bankroll and he's still got a family he can go see and cater to and give a high so quality now of life. That, now, now that we got that out, it's perfect because we got to talk about the NFL and we got to talk about the NBA. We got to talk about tragedies and everything. This goes back to the point that you were talking about when we were talking about taxes. Correct. So now... We're talking about taxes and tax brackets and how much the person is making. I feel like if we're speaking on activism and that person and what he's providing for his family, not to mention the taxes that are included in that, how do you think that we can include a way to include that person's taxes being taken away from him, his personal issues, his activism on on and off the court, and just trying to deal with it's a crazy life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy... Where do yeah. we as the fan or where do we as the outside objector fit in and how to assist that person or at least understand them more? What do you mean by fit... Where do we as an outside person fit in? Because when you gave... When I you really want to understand this. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no yeah, talk that talk. Talk that talk. When you gave the information, you said it like, man, it's crazy that it's only a certain amount of guys in the league, essentially, that are pushing the black initiative financially speaking correct so with those guys and then with everybody else how do we either a bridge that gap a little bit closer to where it's more equally distributed wealth amongst all of these athletes or how do we take the athletes that we do have and account for everything that they have going in addition to taxes and try and help that initiative along you know what i mean because from what i was understanding when you were talking about the point is that that's a lot of money being taken away from them. Correct. Yeah. So, are, so are you saying in relation to the trade situation and moving no, 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 around no, no, or no, just no. period? I'm, I'm saying okay. period. Now that we understand to, to know that, that that's a lot of money being taken away from them. To know that that's a lot of money being taken away from them in addition to all of the tragedies that we just spoke of, in addition to all of that stuff, right. how do we as the fan or the outside objector from an investment standpoint help to relieve that money that we see is being taken away from a lot of these athletes? I have no, I have no answer. I, I'm not sure. As, I mean, as well, difficult as as I, I don't mean, I don't know how I would invest into bridging the gap of, yeah. you well, know what a, I mean, an organization that be invested big. in. No, no, as I'm saying, as a fan, because I feel like it, it's weird. Like, in sitting in this forum, I feel like we got 
fan media um, employee. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like we have a person who knows the game, a person who speaks about the game and is objective about it, and then a person who's behind the game. Right. So now I'm trying to say from your standpoint and knowing what it is that you would want to invest in in the sport as well as in yourself, how can we get LeBron or how can we get Steph to invest in you and not lose as much money as he's losing in taxes? You know what I mean? Because we were saying that the, the large disparity in money right now was very high in what they're losing in taxes versus what we could be investing into the black community. Because they with are the, the with them being a majority you, black league, you can go in a lot of ways with that. Obviously, with the nonprofits, yeah. we, as we mentioned, um, you know, starting businesses. Like I said, a lot of this stuff is social media and internet savvy now, where it doesn't take as much to do as much per se. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just having good ideas and you know, um, innovative things for these people to be okay. behind. You know what I mean? Because the money is going to go regardless, period. You know yeah, what I mean? So exactly, it's, exactly. you know, black people being innovative and creating things worth being behind. Which yeah. I think is happening more than ever right Oh, yeah, now. definitely. So I, I think it, we're it's, definitely it's, it's in the right headed direction. in the right direction and, when and it like comes I, to... It, it, going to that, me and Devon talked about it to where I think, as bad as it might sound, I think we were forced into it due to how bad we are being treated or feel like we are being treated yeah. by the white community yeah. where it has caused blacks to stand together more than ever more than at, ever. at, at more an all-time high in yeah. my lifetime. You know what yeah. I mean? Even and it, this it, conversation right, right now. Yeah. Right. It's, Understanding right. There's exactly. a tax deficit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This entire conversation yeah. alone exactly. is just a product of exactly. us having to come together. And it's yeah. not saying that it's still not black-on-black crimes and things that we can do better. That's not excluding that but it's saying that at we're at a point in time where we are woke as ever and exactly. together as ever you know exactly. what i mean and it's creating these and topics and you know what i mean these yeah. researches and these points and right the reason the reason that i asked that is because certain times when you walk up to a person they like man so what you think we should do their genuine answer can be i don't know and then this conversation starts and that's the solution of it. And somebody should not be afraid to say, man, you know what, bro? That's why it's called Wake Up and Win, you, baby. Man. That's why it's called Wake Up and Win. We want you to come here and to, listen yeah. to a discussion yeah. and get because some kind of a solution or at least exactly. be more educated to know how to get right. to a solution than you were before you got here. Because I genuinely didn't understand the fan standpoint until you was like, man, they got a job to do. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. there's certain times where everybody I got a job to do. And right. be like, you know what? Everybody yeah, got a job right, to do. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Come with it. Like, I mean, everybody got, yeah. in general, everybody yeah, yeah. would love to go travel. You know what I mean? Exactly. People, yeah. I love to go travel and do this. It's like, okay, yeah, you plan for, you know what I mean, over the course of three hours a night, but you're staying in a fancy hotel, you flying with your team in the jet, you eating full course, five yeah. star meals. Like, yeah. unfortunately, this that, happened, yeah. which. It would have happened if you was a it, garbage it worker or a clerk yeah, or a bank, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah. a restaurant worker, whatever the case may be, that tragedy would have happened regardless. Yeah. So yeah. at least be embraced. And even when you are working, yeah. you're still in your sanctuary. You're still yeah. doing what you love more than anything. So now, now, you know you, what I mean? now that you say that, I think that comes down to the conversation of platform. And when you ask, like when it goes back to what we were talking about with the kneeling, 
Now you're putting these people and saying that they have a specific platform. Correct. So when will the time ever be right for them to stop, whether it be kneeling, whether it be uh, having a foundation, whether it be giving back? I don't think there will ever be a time where players with this platform will be able to stop any of this kind of social justice change that they're looking for, especially in the black community, for sure. I just don't think and, and everybody can do it in their own way. Everybody everybody doesn't have to agree with how the other person does it. But I think that this has always happened since the foundation of sports. And I think it'll always continue. So regardless how long a storyline lasts, regardless how long an event or an incident or a, a, okay, a Matt, movement lasts, you're Matt, still going to have to have they're going to be movements. I want to ask both of you a question and yeah. to feed off of that. Other than major headlines and people being woke about the actual kneeling, what has the kneeling changed? Well, I mean, it, a in lot society. Of, oh, mm. awareness. That's awareness. Other than, right. Other than the awareness of the actual kneeling. Oh, it won't happen overnight. I, I, I know. I, I, I'm asked, I asked thus far. What I has it, oh. it? I think it made you choose a side. When yeah. you got to the water cooler at work, is you with this kneeling shit? <laughs> and, and, yeah. I need to know right now who but, I'm standing and I, no, next but, but to. But this is what I'm happy be, about. In my no, opinion, it no, got to be deeper we, than no, issue with we've this talked or about, not. No, we've be. talked about this here uh, when we had <laughs> Alex. We had Alex on the podcast, and Alex and I talked about this, and we talked about how valuable it is for society to be uncomfortable right now. Exactly. Going back to what he was saying to where it made you choose a side while yes, we may seem more divided than ever in order to change. It's like working out. You got to be uncomfortable. You got to do a bunch of pushups. You got to go through soreness if you haven't worked out in a long time to get back into the shape to where it don't hurt no more. And I can do more pushups and I can do more sit-ups. I think that same concept can be used when it comes to society right now the awareness has been brought up and we're in the uncomfortable stage and, and now next from there we can see the progress we can see the change we're seeing all of these movements we're seeing all of these foundations right. we're seeing more content being created yeah, ever than now like so that's analogy. what i think and i feel like yeah. to piggyback off of that analogy you know once you go to the gym after a while and you start getting into your reps you start focusing. You start feeling yourself. The fellow people at the gym that's been going for years will look over at you and y'all will make eye contact and y'all are on the same mission and you don't have to talk. You keep your headphones on. You guys know that you're here to work. You're here to do what you, you got to do. Work, yeah. And y'all see each other. You mm -hmm. see the progress. And now it's nothing left yeah. to be said. So you got to yeah. get through the uncomfortable phase yeah. of learning and educating yourself and going through the issues to where after a while, if you pushing that weight, ain't nothing else to talk about. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think that's where we're at right now. We're at Great the uncomfortable point. stage. I like it. I like we're it. at the uncomfortable stage. Yeah. So, so now I want to piggyback because last week we also had some dialogue a little bit and we wanted to touch on this topic because with the Eagles winning, um, they had a crazy celebrity fan base from, from Kobe to Kevin Man. Hart to Will Smith to Meek Mill to you name it, Mike Trout. The list goes on. Um, a, lot of, a lot of celebrities were a part of that. I won't even say bandwagon because I've seen a lot of genuine fans, and I don't like to call genuine fans bandwagon fans. But we were having a conversation about Kevin Hart and Will Smith and kind of the popularity of the two. Right now, today, internationally, 
And we were talking about if Kevin Hart was now in the same conversation as Will Smith when it comes to his international popularity, especially seeing Will Smith becoming a fan favorite on Instagram right now, Kevin Hart having been a fan favorite on social media. And this is just, it was an interesting discussion that came out of this. So I want to get both of your opinions on if they're kind of in the same ballpark did right now. a Facebook poll and yeah. I won, by the way, because I said I'm not, not sure, so though, because I looked and I went I back and checked the numbers. And <laughs> I won. Was, so this debate is already over. It already has a winner. Was no, it about 50-50? No, it was about 50-50. It was a lot of no's and a lot of opinions, but interesting topic. There's a lot of yeses and a so lot of opinions, So since we already too. had an opinion, I would like to hear from my the man Chef Kenny what the I haven't heard. The Chef God. I feel like Will Smith is coming on to the scene a little bit late, but his timing is always great for him. So yeah. he's loaded up a bunch of content and how he wants to do Instagram. I'm sure he's thought Instagram out well mm-hmm. to where yeah. he's not just posting random pictures. He is, yeah. he, it, it's almost another platform for him. It's like Will TV now. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. He it turned is. it up to where if I want to see Will Smith, I got Will TV. Yeah. So he's done something that, that Kevin Hart is trying to do mm-hmm. and he's done it way more subtly. So yeah, something like that speaks volumes yeah, because right. he went from zero to, to, to from, from, from real December quick. to February. <laughs> yeah. bro. In, in two months. months <laughs> in three, yeah, exactly. 60 days, bro, went from bing, bang, bang. Bam. Everybody loves it. Viral yeah. you know I'm He's a fan him. favorite. He's the favorite right you know, now in and, the game. And he's hit the ground running with Instagram. He even learned how to use it Without us knowing, oh my you know man. what I mean? Like, yeah. he, so he's he is killing it perfectly. Again. He's, even, yeah. he's even posting at the right times. He's posting the right things at the right times. Yeah. Everything about it. But Kevin Hart has such a saturation in the market that if you see Philly, you know that it belongs to Kevin Hart. I disagree. Now, I, I, so, 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 so. We grew okay, up with it belonging to I'm going to let you finish, but I'm going to stop you real quick because. And when I got I one think, question when you're done. Okay. Because <laughs> when I think of, when I think of Philly and mm-hmm. I think even in general, when kids think of Philly. Yeah. Kevin Hart hasn't branded himself. I think the kids think Meek Mill when they think of Philly. When you in this era, in this new well, age, today. you know, today's world. So it's like. I don't think Kevin Hart ever branded himself Philly the way that a Meek Mill nor a Will Smith had. I don't think... But I do think he's saturating the market. I, I do think he's saturating the market. Okay, well, I'll say it like I just this don't time. think... the. I don't think when you think Philly, you think Kevin Hart, but I do think he's saturating so, the market. So, comedically speaking, who sold out Lincoln Financial Field? Was that Will Smith or was it Kevin Hart? I believe it was Kevin Hart. So if yeah, he's, he's gonna he's, sell out his city, right, and do a comedy special in a football stadium, and you sell it out, that means that Will Smith was in his era, he was in his time. But Philly knows who Kevin Hart is. Correct. They came out for, for sure. Philly. Yeah. So if we're not talking about it, it doesn't mean that the representation isn't there. I mean, it's like talking yeah. about Mike and Kobe. You know what I mean? Like you got Will Smith wearing. In Fresh Prince of Bel Air, wearing the Cunningham jersey, wearing the hat, mm-hmm. he always had the Philly stuff. He always let you know where he was from. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you hear it, you know what I'm saying? Like the theme song. Theme song. So it's not that you don't understand where he's from, but at the same time, when you're talking about this social media platform, when you're talking about this video and 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 
uh, comedic platform. Who I'm gonna look at more right now is gonna be Kevin Hart, and that means you lean more towards what his opinion was because it wasn't. And I'm glad you answered it how you did because you didn't come from a talent yeah. standpoint. Yeah, exactly. We were talking about in the same you know conversation as far as being internationally known. No. Yeah, these popularity. Days. So popularity. Yeah. So I'm glad you answered from Kevin that Hart perspective. Kevin Hart got a private jet to run you know, around yeah, and do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> so if he yells Philly out the window, then he's going to represent yeah. Philly more yeah. than Will Smith because sure. Will Smith... Where his even, popularity is right now. Yes, and Will Smith has a Jaden and a Willow underneath him. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, so yeah. when you got, it's like LeBron having his kids underneath him. You yeah. got somebody that's going to overshadow baby Bronny now is getting some of that attention. Right. So if yeah. it was all on Will Smith, that'd be one thing. But until Kevin Hart's kids come up and, and they're get a just older. as funny, and that's what, so funny, and that's what I was saying also because I was talking about, I was talking about the generation. I was talking about where these kids and what these kids are growing up on right yeah. now. They would change, it would change with that. that. A lot it of people, changes with that. A lot of people that were more tending toward the no side were saying that uh, basically because Kevin Hart lacks the versatility. Will, from then till now, as recent as what we just talked about currently with his uh, hiatus on Instagram, it's like he's been in Men in Blacks. He's been in Pursuit of Happiness. He's yeah. covered yeah. all of these yeah. different grounds. And yeah. let me make this point real quick because that's from yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air all the way up to these Talk things where they like yeah. Kevin well, Hart. They like, <laughs> with Kevin Hart, they like, you yeah. only get the little funny guy who plays that little funny guy. Yeah, he's yeah. been in the Jumanji's. Yeah, he's been in these different roles, but he's always been the little funny that's, guy. That's when I feel like so you're going to like, talent. You're so, talking no, talent. No, 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 but it's not into talent. It feeds into why they feel like they're not on the same page nationally when it talks no, international, about discuss- globally, in- internationally. Yeah, globally when it talks about you know the discussion of them being in the same discussion. Yeah. So yeah. I say with Will wearing so many hats and touching such a broader, you know, uh, but like think- they, like we read something that uh, Fresh Prince was. Filmed in six different foreign co- like languages, like yeah, he, yeah like, it's, that's he's, yeah. you know, it, it's big from then till now. But, so, but that's where it goes back to where I think it's a new generation coming up. The, a lot of people that had that answer grew up on Fresh Prince of Bel Air and grew up on all the the things that Will Smith has already accomplished. Where I think well, Kevin Hart is pretty much in his prime right now and still doing so many things, still accomplishing so many things, but we're not at, we don't respect it as much because it's happening right now. And he, we're not going to put that above what the legend has already done. But Kevin Hart has his hands in a lot of different things from acting to comedy, to production, to he's had a Grammy nominee before when it, but yeah. obviously and not I as good to as this point though. You I got think, excited when I was talking, uh, man, what yeah, you talk about, I, cause man? I, Cause I think to his point, man, like, Without speaking about talent, it's a bunch of jabs versus a haymaker. And yeah. Will Smith can throw one big <laughs> haymaker for like sure. One That's heavy what, one, yeah. and everybody's going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Kevin Hart has to have a jet to equal the power of a Will Smith. But you have to respect the power of a Kevin Hart. For you sure. Know what I mean? he that, he's there. He's yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. No he's matter there. what way he's doing, doing it. He's there. doing it. He's doing it. That's what I'm saying is that right now, we have a Will Smith who's doing his thing. Which For is sure. To hit you how he hits you. 
He hits you right in the feels. He hits you right where he Every needs to time. hit you, and you resonate for a long time. I just time. feel like Will Smith is 10 times more known than Kevin Hart. But that's because his presence is 10 times deeper than Kevin Hart's. He can hit you with a movie I like agree. I Am Legend, I and that I Am yeah, Legend I sick with you for so long. And then yeah, that year old, it comes to resignation. And the 13-year-old kids still remember Men in Black and exactly. them slime and, and all. It's a, like, yeah, that's a resonance. Yeah, you like, can't beat resonance. Yeah, you somebody, can't beat that. It's when like, somebody creates a wave that's so long that they don't have to give you, it's like a Michael Jackson. It's yeah, like Michael Jackson yeah, versus the Yin Yang Twins. Yin Yang Twins gonna have to hit me with an album every now and again so I know who they are. And Mike Jack gonna hit me with a thriller. I'm just saying that. I think, I think I, what I think how when I first came and answered the question, I said that he's on pace too. I think it's gonna take a little bit more time though in order for me to say that. Like I said, and Will I Smith has been so twins. I'll give yeah. it to Bruno Mars. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say you, 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 you kind of putting you yeah, kind of yeah, you kind of dissing level. Kevin Hart yeah, with that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Bruno. Yeah, because Bruno's gonna have to give me a lot more music and a lot more show and a lot more talent. Michael Jackson can him, give yeah. me one song. But that's where you that's where you bringing up resumes, I believe. No, and no, I'm not talking about resume. I'm talking about the the new age version versus yeah. the older age version. I, Michael Jackson's resonance and Will Smith's but, resonance but, but, was different. But even, but even with that, I guess this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. It took 20 years, however long, for Will Smith to create whatever he got right now. Yeah. You know, the power to everything, right? I think social media and That's the internet and everything say. is making it to where in a fraction of the that time, time yeah. he's going to be able to be in that conversation. I think Maybe he's not. there now. And some I think people he's think now. he's in now. Some people say, it's a, that's why it's a debate. I think he's there now. And most people yeah. do. So, well, well, it was 50-50 for real. So yeah, that's why yeah, it's now. great. I think but he's there now. I say though. in the next couple of years, you know what I mean? We can answer that a little more solidified because it was so split. I think you can answer it now because people are not giving enough credit to the World Wide Web and information. And, and it all, and I was just getting ready to you say, I mean? it all like, ties back to what we were talking about earlier when I made the analogy that the Super Bowl was only nine days ago. But within that week, exactly. you had uh, blockbuster so trades things. happen in the NBA. You had a Quincy Jones article come out. You had uh, Jimmy Garoppolo getting the highest paid contract within oh those nine God. days. It within is. those nine Johnny days. Manziel but comes we forgot. Back and like, man, I gotta go to rehab. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Steve Kerr stopped He yeah. stopped coaching the damn Warriors team And let the players coach All yeah. of that has happened since the Super Bowl already exactly. But the Super Bowl Is still the Super Bowl exactly. And we'll never forget that either So yeah. regardless of how much happens You used to be thinking you know, about Super Bowls And championships for man. next come month on, You so see, you yeah. see yeah. commercials You can buy the hat in the yeah. team yeah. Like, we're, we're talking about yeah. it as if it's old news And it was nine I'm, days I'm ago I'm not gonna lie, just on the strength, you feel me? When we talked about that pre-show, right. it was like when he said the Super Bowl, I'm like, dang, we ain't covered the Super Bowl yet. And then yeah. when he said nine days ago, I'm scratching my head like, bro, yeah. that was really that, nine days that, ago. That, that was nine, nine days ago. ago. This is Tuesday, <laughs> Sunday, one <laughs> Sunday ago. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. they, they just had the parade. Like, so it really was crazy. He said Not that. only did they just have the parade, this is the first Sunday that we've had without football. Right. That's crazy. So right. you like to think about it like technically it's only been oh, it's the tripping. first week without watching. Yeah. 
some shit. I'm t- so that's, that's where, so I think that that's where it comes to that impact. Yeah, yeah, Will stuck with you because the the relationship was exactly. different, but but the popularity I think is yeah, still it's just, it's, the same. But the relationship to how people related to Will oh, was different. Okay. But now with everything moving so fast, it's like and. And you got to think of the quality of a person that's saturating the market so much through so many outlets and you're not sick of him yet. How has yeah. he mastered that? that how has yeah. he mastered that? Like how you got shows. sick of people kneeling. He gave you the real how we got sick of Hollywood. Yeah, he gave not... you movies. <laughs> He's in Jumanji he, right he, now. Nah, but, you follow but, but, him as nah, IG. You still though, don't hate him Listen yet? though, people is sick of him. No, but the world, oh, that's, the that's world, happen. The world isn't sick of him. The, what I'm saying is the world hasn't dumped him yet. And, yeah, and, and, and no, the water no, not even close. Not even close. So we're still okay yeah, with not even close. Everybody is people that hate everybody. He, he ain't but counted out. Especially when you get to that level. So it's but. weird that he's not counted out right now. When if I pull up a cereal box, if I pull up TV, he's trying to get into animation now. They he's want to put him killing everywhere. He's killing the game. So how is it that we aren't fed up with him and he's mastering yeah, you know, real. like that's a, a really good trait. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was uh that's what we got for y'all today, folks. And be on the lookout. We coming back for more. But last time, push everything that's going on with K James Cuisine right now. Push the website. Oh, man. D-Boy, I know you just dropped something pretty recently. Push what you got going on. We pushing everything. I'ma push what I got going on. Oh man, well, I got kjamescuisine.com. Kjamescuisine.com. That's K-J-A-M-E-S-C-U-I-S-I-N-E.com. You can order food there. I got meal preps. I got classes. We got Phoenix coming up with the away game. Uh, the off season's coming up, so book me for all your weddings and everything now because once the season starts, there's no telling where I'm going to be. Yep. <laughs> As with D-Boy, you know, you can find me on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, and all the uh, music streaming services. Basically, D-B-O-I-L-T-D. We got the official Blazer song. We got the official Dutch Brothers song and a host of other features and you know, good singles on there. Party. So go check it out. You know what I mean? Debut albums and merchandise and all that kind of stuff. So search D Boy LTD on the web. Keep following Wake Up and Win. Hello. And get a dose of this game, man. And I'm Pounce underscore Sation. Or you just look up Devon Pouncey on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, we still got the three on two podcast going with Oregon Live, where we're covering Oregon and Oregon State basketball and Pac-12 basketball as a whole. Um, I just released my first published article uh, in Street Roots publication this past Friday. It was a Q&A with Carl Wolfson. He's a very well-known comedian, radio host, and now he's the author of a new book called Slide. Um, I've received so much love from it, so I'm definitely dabbling in the writing game a little bit more, so be on the lookout for that as well. And uh, yeah, we keeping this thing going, so I'm going to leave y'all the only way that we know how, and that is to stay woke and go win. Yeah.